Hello and welcome along to this week's episode of The Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. Hope you're good, hope you're well. Well, we've landed in September. It's finally here. Uh, Autumn is looming, uh, which can only mean one thing. Cold weather, rain and horribleness. Oh, no, 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 it won't be that bad. What we are talking about in today's episode is we're going to be looking back on a tackle-on test of time to a fantastic rod that came out about 10 years ago, I think. It's all a bit mystical. It's the Die Iowa Sea Hunter X 13-foot fixed ball beach caster. I managed to use this the other day when a mate of mine said, Here, have you ever had a fish with one of these? And I said no, and he gave me the Sea Hunter, and I went up the beach and I've tried it. The Die Iowa Sea Hunter X. That's coming up on the tackle on test of time. If you can find anything about it, you're better than me because it's a kind of mystery when this was launched and where it came from and uh, you can't get them for love nor money. On the species side of things, on this episode, we're going to be looking at the humble Gurnard. That's the red Gurnard in our case. They're coming into the autumn, they've been around all summer, but they are out there to be called if you're patient, beautiful eating, very popular in restaurants just over the last few years. So that's our species for today, that's the Gurnard. So welcome along, one and all, to the Rodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, it's that tackle-on test time of day, and today we're going to be doing a thing I do from time to time called tackle-on test of time. That means looking back on some gear that's been out a little while and how that's been performing. Did it last as long as we said it would, or as long as the manufacturer said it would? Was it a load of rubbish? Did you put it in the bin? Did you flog it off cheap? Or did you keep it as a precious bit of kit for your future fishing? In this case, a friend of mine said to me, have you ever had fish with one of these or tried one of these? and he handed me over a two-piece rod it was gray and black very light when he handled it to me i said well no what is it he said it's a die iowa sea hunter x he said it's a little bit old been out a few years now he said it's a 13 foot fixed spool so it's rung for a fixed spool reel he said you want to try it see what you think and then he said to me if you like it you can have it for whatever much he told me he would sell it to me for which I couldn't possibly disclose obviously 
Well, I could, but I'm not going to. Oh, I will. Uh, he said you can have it for 35 quid if you want it. So I wanted to go and try this rod, and what a better time to do a tackle on test of time to try out this older rod. Um, not that it looked very old. I mean, it did look really classy, actually. It, the, I don't know about the new series of the Daiwa Sea Hunters. Uh, there's so many good Daiwa rods around now because they're quite prolific in bringing out new rods, as we all know. The new series of the Saltists and the Sea Hunters Hunter X's and Moonrakers, you know, the list goes on with Daiwa Tackle. And when I went to research this rod, the Daiwa Sea Hunter X 13 foot fixed spool, I couldn't find anything about it at all. Now I'm thinking whether it's really too old for even the reviews to pick it up or whether it's just gone under the radar slightly i don't know but it doesn't look like a very old rod i would suggest it probably came out around about six to ten years ago something along those lines it's got a quite a thin tip on this rod which i quite liked and on this particular version i had uh, the gray and black it was gray dark gray the whipping was black and it looks kind of almost stealth in its appearance i really liked it the eyes were really top quality and the real seat was quite old-fashioned looking as opposed to a lot of newer real seats it did look a little bit dated being quite chunky metal but I like that because I like using um, big old chunky fixed balls as we all know I keep going on about them uh, on the rodcast and um, so for me to get a nice chunky real seat I really like that and I screwed up by the look of it very nicely which I'll tell you a little bit more about when I got it up the beach but all in all um, it really did look nice nice small top ring almost like on the top of the rod it almost looked a bit like a carp rod in a way but it was definitely um, a Dio Sea Hunter 13 foot beach caster it said it casts up to 8 ounce um, so 4 to 8 ounces was its casting range so what else could I do but go and give it a whirl so I went up to the beach and I put on my big old Dioa Emblem beach caster which I love my Dioa Emblem fixed spool which is one of my go-to reels when I'm using a fixed ball. Um, that and the Shimano 10,000 I really like. Lately, over the last few years, I've been using this Daiwa emblem and uh, it really did match up quite nicely with the rod, the Daiwa emblem being that sort of champagne colour and the black and the grey of the Sea Hunter rod. It's a two-piece rod, put it together. I was surprised how light it felt, even with the fixed ball reel on it because, as I say, you know, the emblem I was using is quite a chunky reel, but honestly, it really did feel quite light. So I threaded the line through. I've had a, a 60 pound shock leader on this. Put on a five ounce weight, which I usually start with when I'm testing beach casters. Put a single hook running trace on and a couple of little ragworm I left left over, hoping to pick up one of those autumn sole or even a garnard that we'll be talking about um, in the species section. But either way, my first cast with this up the beach here at Denge Marsh in Kent, really I couldn't believe how well it casted. Actually, it had a lovely flex to the rod, even though it was light the rod feels quite stiff and i like that in a rod you've got that usual whoosh sound when you cast because it is 13 foot long but the rod loaded very well i like casting with fixed ball reels because you can feel the load probably better than you can with the multiplier because with the multiplier obviously you've got your thumb on the drum um but with a fixed ball you're a little bit more in touch because you've got the line underneath your finger as we all know and you can feel the rod loading before you release your finger to cast it and i thought the rod loaded really really well and i was quite taken back at how far that five ounce weight went out and i thought the rod loaded really really well and i was quite taken back 
at how far that five ounce weight went out with my standard sideways stroke overhead cast. It really did fly out. So I tightened up and uh, luckily enough it wasn't too rough up there when I went up there the other day. It was quite calm, a bit overcast, very cloudy. Water looked quite clear for the time of the year but I figured there's not going to be a lot around here. Maybe pick up a sole, maybe a little bass if possible. Anyway, put me rod in the rod rest, tightened up really nicely, gave me a nice arc on the rod and uh, put it out quite high in the rod rest so it was up in the air um, out of what little bit of surf there was and waited to see what the bite detection was like um, and I waited to see what the bite detection was like and I waited a bit longer to see what the bite detection was like uh, you, you know where we're going with this don't you um, and uh, <laughs> decided to reel in and rebate and try again with a bit of lug and squid I had maybe try to pick up a bass Again, second cast with this, uh, really flew out nicely, tightened up really nicely, put it back in my rod rest, and on this occasion I did get a nice little knock. And the bite detection was really nice, the rod really dipped at the top, not much movement at the bottom of the rod, which was quite nice. Nice little knock, top of the rod, uh, picked that fish up to contact it, had a fish on, felt good, didn't feel like a big fish, reeled in and it was a very small bass, you know, sort of about just under a foot long I suppose, um, but really nice little fish put him back he was on his way but the rod felt great with that bass on you could feel the bass moving and darting about as i i love the little bass when they do that you know they dart around sideways we spoke about it a little while ago with the school bass they they dash and they, they dart and they're great fun and the great thing about a die iowa sea hunter is that i could feel that all going on through the rod which is exactly what you want from a beach caster so i went up to six ounce weight and again it flew very well with the six ounce weight it didn't feel too heavy to cast with still loaded very well i did get a little bit more distance out of that six ounce lead um, but this is mainly due i think to the blank a very good blank on this die i sea hunter even though it's a little bit older you wouldn't actually know it and i'm surprised i'm well i'm not surprised that there's not many of these about for sale because if people have got these they're likely to keep them and in fact the guy who gave it to me he said whenever i see them i snap it up he said and i keep them he said i've got about three of them now he said i just love fishing with them they're a brilliant all-round beach caster rod and i thought the same i really did like this rod so much so that i i kind of like the feel of it dare i say uh, a little bit better than my um leader riptide that i always use that's my go-to fixed ball rod my 13 foot fixed ball rod is my leader riptide because that's a stiff rod as well i really did like the feel of this die iowa sea hunter do you know what i might just give him that money for this uh, and keep it in my armory because i really did like it it's a bit lighter than my leader riptide uh which is nice because i'm getting old um but no i really enjoyed this rod fished on for about an hour or so um one more little bass i had about the same size uh put him back no soul unfortunately um as we come into the autumn they should be around now but the rod fished really well and i really liked it and i would strongly recommend if you can get one to try and pick up one of these second hand although good luck with that because as i say there's not much about them they're a kind of stealth under the radar rod but they're very good rods if you can actually get hold of them nice handle down the bottom it extends down to a quite a narrow end 
end section, bottom section, down to a nice grippy handle at the bottom, which I liked, not dissimilar to the uh, leader Riptide that I use. Very comfortable, rim reeling in, very light, very controllable. Bike detection was good, cast really well. What else could you want? And I think you can probably pick these up for about 45 quid second hand if you're lucky. And I would say to you, rather than buying a brand new, newfangled rod, which will probably possibly be of lesser quality, if you can pick up one of these second hand, it's a pretty good rod to go and search out. That is the Diowa Sea Hunter 13 foot fixed ball. It cast up to eight ounces, four to, four to eight ounces. And I would highly recommend them if you could get hold of one, but they are a bit like hen's teeth. You know, I've searched and I've searched, not many of them at all for sale. So um, that says it in a nutshell, they're very popular and people hold on to them and they don't want to get rid of them. So that's the Diowa Sea Hunter X. That's the Tackleon test of time for this week's Rodcast. Go and see if you can find one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Now then, 
it's that species time of day on today's broadcast. Now, I am very excited about this because I've actually caught a couple of these in my time, and that is the weird-looking creature that is the Gurnard. That's G-U-R-N-A-R-D, the Gurnard. A regular visitor to our shores now, almost looking a bit like a tropical fish, uh, but they are around, and they are around all summer, and they stay around till about mid-September, and then start heading out into the deep. So you've still got a chance to catch one of these critters, if you can. They're not the sort of fish you usually go out and fish for, in case you are a specimen hunter like our Nate. He tends to go out and tries to get some of our very own species and he targets species but um, for those of you who do target the species you'll know what I'm talking about here. They are a strange looking beast, almost prehistoric. They're a small predator and they feed off of the seabed and sniff around and have got these sort of tentacles that come out and feel their way along the seabed. Uh, they're found around most of the British Isles, but they're mostly around the south. And the English Channel is where you're more likely to find these uh, little beasts. They have a big head. You know, when you look at it, it's a big angular head and uh, it's armoured with spines around the body to defend themselves. So be a little careful when you get hold of this, especially around the gills, because they've got some pretty sharp gills and they have feelers underneath their head which they use to kind of walk their way along the seabed and their large pectoral fins which they use to literally fly through the sea really strange looking things some people call them sea robins because they dart around and they open up their their fins almost like wings as they as they swim through an alternative name is the feeler fish due to those uh, weird tentacles they have coming down and feeling the bottom but they've also got a muscle which can drum against the swim bladder now this makes that grunting sound so they kind of catch them and you get them at the beach and you've got this uh, 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 very strange noise and quite weird at first uh, but you'll soon get used to it if you do catch one a few years back they never really were rated as an eating fish not many people wanted them in fact the trawlers used to chuck them back in and uh, quite often use them for baiting lobster pots etc crab nets etc thanks to a few celebrity chefs over the years as these things tend to go they do now have a place on our tables commercial wise they're not really fished commercial but uh, several of the the tv chefs such as hugh fernley Whittensall, um he's one that's been raving about the gurnard for quite a long time now also um rick stein has mentioned them um, because they are a sustainable fish there is plenty of them around so rick stein hugh fernley whittingstall and a gill all began taking up the gurnard as a sea fish a few years back and as a result from 25p a kilo that it used to cost it's now up to around four to five pound a kilo and sales are increasing over a thousand percent from about 2009 when it really started growing as a popular fish and it is a nice fish to eat because i've actually caught one or two in my time and i've actually eaten it and it is really quite a nice fish there's several hundred species of gurnard but for the purpose of this the ones we see around the british isles are really always going to be the red gurnard possibly the gray gurnard those two species are the ones that tend to be around our british isles um and um they're 
quite a funny looking fish as I say they've got a cylindrical body a triangular dorsal fin and a long second dorsal fin an anal fin which comes down from behind and the gurnard have a high broad head it really is a chunky head and as I say they've got these tentacles to, to feed them feel their way along the seabed they form like a fan of wings and that's why they get the name the robin fish and the tail is small and powerful so they really do move along quite quickly more like what you'd see in tropical species rather than the ones that hang about here but they are here the scientific name for them is a right mouthful Calagidonischithes lucima i know i'm not going to try that again because that was a mouthful um also known as the red gurnard or the tub fish is another name for them they don't grow very big the shore court record for instance is only two pound ten ounces um uk minimum size is 23 centimeters before you can take them home and eat them their seasons uh, as i say they tend to come around in the summertime feed off the bottom on crabs bits of squid and they do like a lug and a ragworm as well that's why we catch them here by surprise sometimes the tub and the gray gurnard are found throughout the uk in decent numbers the red gurnard is generally found in the south of the british isles especially around the english channel good good places for them ramsgate uh, herm bay dill piers had some gurnard as well um that sort of area um used to get them off dover admiralty uh, back in the day as well and if you was out fishing in a boat uh, by the hole in the wall off of ramsgate we used to call it catch quite a few around there mainly because it's a sandy bottom that gives way to shingly rocks come to us in the summer months and then they disappear sort of late september spawning also takes place here in the summer while the fish are in our inshore waters gurnard will feed where there's offshore sand banks they like gullies a bit like a bass in a way uh, quite often when you're bass fishing you're likely to pick up a gurnard because they kind of they kind of follow the same paths if you like apart from they don't get in quite so shallow behind the breakers like the bass do but they feed over mixed ground um where the food is there uh, as i say um all gurnard are predatory and they'll hunt sprats little sand eels uh, some mackerel strip is a good bait for these um and herring uh, they all feed on that sort of fish they're also a bit of an opportunist and they feed on marine worms crustaceans and scavenge around on dead fish they've only really just become trendy uh, thanks to rick stein and, and hugh fernley whittingstall uh, but they are now a really nice eating fish and will cost you quite a few bob in a restaurant so how do we catch these things well fishing for them uh, is best done in open sandy beaches uh, on beaches where there's sort of light broken ground some groins and some scattered rocks places like the south and the north end of hastings where the rocks get a little bit more out into the sea there on the hastings beach uh, on the old just past the old town there in hastings if you walk to the right you start seeing some rocks at low tide a uh, good low tide fishing spot there for gurnard actually as it happens um um they do like scattered rocks as well they quite like eating around the rocks and foraging in the sandy patches of the rock so 
although the right rock mark will catch them, they tend to be a little bit shady and they, they're a bit shy around the rocks, whereas you can get better chance of catching them in slightly more open water. The rigs to use, three hook flapper rigs, just simple, almost like Paternoster rigs, the old school rigs where you have your weight, uh, your trace line um, coming down from a swivel off of your main line or your shock leader. A trace around about three, four foot long and you could put maybe one hook just below the connection swivel to your main line and make sure you've got some nice swivels tightly tucked up with some beads or grips so that the swivel spins round freely and you don't really need long snoods for these a snood of about eight to nine inches is plenty for these and then you'd probably want one in the middle of the snood and then I tend to put one down by the weight or the other side of the weight so that you've got three areas of where to catch these and especially if they're feeding on the bottom you want that flapper rig to lay flat on the bottom I also tend to not use grip leads with these let the let the bait and the rig as long as you're not going to get snagged up amongst other anglers and rocky areas where it's snaggy let the lead roll around let the tide take it into the gullies a little bit just let the sea do the searching for you maybe a four or five ounce rolling lead just a straight bomb shape or even a watch type lead would be ideal they tend to sit for a little while on the bottom and then get moved by the tide but i wouldn't really put breakaways or grip leads on when you're fishing with these Gernard. just go with the flow as it were um, if it is not really being productive then you could swap to a one hook clip down rig and try and cast out a bit further um, which isn't easy for all of us as we know um, but it's a case of trying to seek and find these Gernard. the best hooks to use really are size one or two um, I do like using a long shank like an Aberdeen with these because you can get a good worm bait on that and maybe a bit of fish strip as well keep your fish strips quite thin um, quite small only one or two inches long a nice juicy worm uh, rag or lug will do the job and if you're fishing with fish strip don't master the hook point too much this is a predator and he will take them and he will try and swim off with it so you want a bit of hook exposed when you're fishing for gurnard since gurnard are active hunters you could try and attract a spoon which also tempts that gurnard they're quite a curious fish again a bit like the bass if they see things shining or they think see things flapping and like place they're kind of addicted to that in a way i wouldn't really suggest loading your trace up with lots of flappy bits and sequins i don't think that's really necessary maybe a little spoon might do the trick just above your hook or below your hook but all in but all in all a three hook flapper rig or a scratch rig as we tend to call it will do the trick quite well fishing for these and quite often at this time of the year you know there's not much else about the bass may have gone a little bit quiet um, we're waiting for the arrival of the autumn species uh, God forbid the, the the dreaded whiting start showing, but the soles start to show as well up on the sandy beaches. Um, it could be nice sole showing, but until they do, it might be worth trying to have a little fish for some of these gurnard. They're still there, um, and they quite often provide a good bit of sport when there's not much else around. Plus, you got the added bonus of picking up a late bass as well on the same rig. Always use a plain lead, as I say. Let that run, let that roll around, let the sea do the hunt for you um, that's the best way and they will grab anything so don't worry about what baits you use you know fish strip lugworm ragworm uh, mussels is another good little fish sometimes squid strips can be good peeler crab will catch them uh, don't crowd your hook too much with peeler crab though make sure you leave a good bit of hook uh, showing good caches also come from mackerel and herring strip on these gurnards they're hunters so they 
will sniff around for their food. So good luck with them, Joe and Try. You only need a beach caster, fixed ball reel, multiplier reel, no heavy tackle required really, uh, just a shock leader, your usual standard beach caster gear. Um, they're not going to do any damage to you. Uh, you know, they're not going to get huge. The only problem with fishing for Gernard is the baits you're using and the rigs you're using, you might just land a slightly bigger bass. So I would probably just stick to your standard beach caster rigs, but use a plain lead on your flapper rig. And that is how you catch Gernard. Good luck with it. And if you do, have a try and also have a try eating them. They are really quite delicious. Go visit Rick Stein or some of the other seafood specialist chefs. Bound to be lots of recipes for a Gernard. You can put that on your tea plate. So that's your species. Good luck with that. Hope you catch some. That's the species on the Rodcast, the Gernard. Okay, that's all we've got time for, sadly, on this week's episode of the Rodcast. Thanks for your company. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now, if you want to go looking for a Daiwa Sea Hunter, good luck, because they are like rocking horse you know what uh, or hen's teeth as they say if you can get one do get in because i'll tell you what i'm going to get one now and i am possibly going to change over from my old leader riptide to a Iowa sea hunter i liked it that much join us again next week don't forget we are out every week every thursday on the usual platforms so tell your mates to make a date with the rodcast and join us again next thursday bye for now Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.